These are the Stanley Cup champions cheering for us. Obi could beat the fuck out of Wayne Gretzky. Could you break Wayne Gretzky's leg? Because he's 24! The smoke blinds from straight 40s before I go out for warmies. We got like half dressed and then last for and we we're just going nuts. We're in the locker room by then. We we're just going absolutely bananas. What to do a DMV? It is episode 108 of Chirpin' DMV. And we've got a good one for you today. We're going to be breaking down at least from an intelligent perspective, because we are the three intelligent ones, how much the Caps have won this for on a Mantha trade. We've got Matt from Engine Athletics. He's the guy that created the jersey company here in Maryland. Uh, he's outfitting the Chirpin team for our first ice tourney coming up here in May. But before we get into all that, let's say what's up to the boys. A.B., what's up, baby? Uh, not much. I was at, uh, back in Maryland, actually, over the weekend for uh, a buddy's wedding. Uh, congrats to uh, Jacob and Morgan Miller. Uh, mm-hmm. Big shout out to them. Where was that at? Where was that at? It was like all the way at the very tip of Maryland, like uh, down south. It was, it was technically called Ridge, gotcha, Maryland, gotcha. but it was like right next to Point Lookout. So, um, but yeah, it was it was a pretty good time. Um, there's saw a lot of uh, a lot of people from Northern there. It was basically all of Northern High School. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, were you, like were I said, you talking that shit. Nah, nah, nah. I, didn't, <laughs> I was just talking to Drew the entire time, pretty much Drew and Garner. And, um, but yeah, it was, it was a good time. It was a very, very good time. So uh, congrats to them. Love it. Love it. Ben, how's the North treating you? Almost Things are good school, up here. Yeah? I actually just finished my last assignment, so I'm technically done right now. I just have no job and nothing to do. So I'm just Absolutely. in that perfect Ben just graduated sweet, college. Holy that shit. perfect sweet spot of not having anything to do right now. Wow. I wish I could go back to that. That was... <laughs> da, 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 da. Oh, I graduated college. So what's, what's the deal? So wait, so you're, are you out of that house soon? Like you moving back home? You getting out of that fucking shit show of a... I'm debating whether or not I'm going to live here in the summer, but like by the end of summer, I will be out of this house, yes. When are you moving to D.C.? Pretty soon, I think. Just signing some papers, getting some vaccines. Good. I just got to get you the, the the job application and all that stuff for Chirpin HQ. Yep, for sure. But um, speaking yeah, of, well, hold on, hold on. Tell us, before before you move out of that house, you have to give us the at names of the two chicks. I honestly don't even have them. I'm trying to like distance myself from them. From why? Like, why? You're ruining the content. All right, you've got to be- connect with me on LinkedIn. I can give you their LinkedIn. Oh fuck yeah! All right. They so said they wanted it. to come. On, they said they wanted to come on here. Remember, AB? Yeah, I know. That's why I'm trying to get them on without Ben. We want to hear their side <laughs> of the story. So mm-hmm. I think it'll be a great interview. We do a sit down reality, uh, reality Doctor Phil type of shit. Blake coached it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Ben, you're fucked. We're gonna figure these you're two fucked. out. Right. I know you are, and I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Good weekend here in DC. Took the metro down to the ballpark Friday. Watched the Nationals for all of about. An inning and a half. Yeah, I saw you were blacked the fuck out for that Dude, game. Like. Friday was tough, man. Friday was a uh, no, no. It was a nice day. We got tickets like Thursday afternoon beforehand, and um, me, Bo, Trina, shot down there, and we go left around five. Took the metro down, got down there around five thirty. Went to the bullpen, right? You're familiar with the bullpen, right there, AB. Yep. Uh, it's like a massive, pretty much like right next to Nats Park. Ben, there's just like a bunch of shipping containers that blocked mm-hmm. in, and they just turned it into a bar. It's just called oh, the really? just kind of sick. You get shit canned there, and yeah, a couple rounds of fireball shots later, and some bad Snapchats to the boys. Uh, dude, we got in around the third inning, 
and we were pretty fucked up and they have zip ties, like these thick zip ties around the seats you can't sit in. But when we got in, we saw some buddies that we knew. Like, oh, we want to sit with them. So, dude, just so wasted. Like, get up and get got up on top of these seats. We're like two footed, just like boom, stomping these zip ties out. They're just making the loudest, like, tung, tung. and we're like, all right, cool. We have seats now. We're going to sit right here. No, I was like, oh, it was kind of reckless. And we left about an inning later, came home, had a little party at the house. And then Saturday had a, another party at the house. And then Sunday, we had a great race on Sunday, great Formula One race Sunday. Me and Noah were buzzing about that a bit. But um, yeah, it's good so stuff. Saturday, the one where you were posting stories and stuff? Yes. No, I didn't post any stories. Well, I was posting stories, but well, Saturday, actually, I went out with the hockey team. We went down to Alexandria, went to this hockey bar called Bugsy's. Maybe next time you're in the area, I'll take you down there. It's the fucking, it's the coolest bar, but we all went to Bugsy's and we're just getting hammered. It's like this all out hockey bar down there, but it's cool. But yeah, I was posting some stories on Friday and well, I, well some like not Your the, I sent, were upside down. I sent the No. Well, yeah. That, well, that was, <laughs> that was Saturday at brunch. Oh, Saturday was such a long day. My weekend was an entire blur, but Friday night, like I didn't put everything on the story, but I sent something like AB in our. In our Beach Boys group and stuff. Oh, man. It was absurd. I was like, oh my God, what are you doing right now? Can I, can I, can I release one of them right now? Like verbal Snapchat to, to Ben? Do we want a verbal like Snapchat verbal or do you want me to show Ben the, the video and then we'll let the fans try to figure out what it is? Okay. Hold on. Let me see this. Bad radio here. AB, okay. talk about something good here while I pull this up. All right. Well, um, we can talk about how. All right, uh, here you go. Definitely. Okay, never mind. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> Just. Oh man. <laughs> Bro, I was like, it doesn't stop too, and I was like, I like how steady like, the camera is. Well, like too. it's like it's like you got to show everybody all the options here. It's like nah, nah. Look at that bad boy right there. Just. <laughs> Just absolutely nails it. <laughs> just absolutely nails it. Just I was like, the whole. look how hydrated I, was, I am, though. Nice and be clear. so upsetting if you just like came in next. Yeah. <laughs> and had to take a dump. <laughs> I was so like, dude. I was, yeah, I was like, dude. Or like you're you a lady and you use a, that and I like accidentally get you pregnant or something. I, I was like, you are such I peed a on the roll of toilet asshole. paper for you to use that. Or, yeah, I was like, whatever. you're a fucking asshole, dude. And he was like, huh, <laughs> try wiping your butt now, bitch. I was like, what the fuck? I was... <laughs> <laughs> It was a long, dude. I was, it was a long weekend, man. Yesterday was a struggle. I did, like had to get up early, obviously on Sunday to watch the race and all this shit. But let's get into hockey before we get too off the rails here. Let's talk some goalies first. You guys see the Holpe save? Oh, yeah. yeah that was dope. That was the nice little like spinning kind of cartwheel turnaround hitter and just sick save. Yeah. It, I, it's, I couldn't even explain it. I was like, what the fuck just happened? I did. I mean, I couldn't tell. Was it actually going in? Oh, yeah. It was, the puck was on that. Well, I think yeah, it was like it was a going spinning. On. It was like a spinning. Because yeah. I couldn't tell if it was check, just And then the puck was down. coming down. But the one still image I saw, the puck is like literally like on his pad, like kind of on the goal line, and he's kicking it out. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it was going in. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. It was probably best save of the season probably in the NHL. Agreed. Probably best save Agreed. of his career. Yeah. Uh, no, I can't think of one better. <laughs> you got me quick. You got me quick there. <laughs> yep. so, yeah. So, and then friend of the program, good buddy of ours, Phoenix Copley, just beat the shit out of some guy on the Binghamton, Binghamton Devils the other day. Did you see that? It was during it was the same day as the Caps, uh, Caps Flyers game. I think I just saw like a screenshot of it. I didn't actually see it. Oh, he um he kind of took the guy and just beat the hell beat the hell out of him. And I was like, <laughs> that's our guy. 
Phoenix Copley just shit kicking some dude on the Devils right now. Not bad, but I'll take it. Um, let's talk some Connor Sherry. He's been hot as of late. We re-signed him two years, three million dollar extension, one and a half million a year. Ben, that's a really good deal for a guy that's been lighting it up for us. So, what are your thoughts on him and that? Yeah, no, I love Connor Sherry as a capital. I love the signing when it happened, and I think he's just proven like why he was worth the league minimum that we're paying him, and he deserved a raise. And I think one and a half is like perfect considering it'll be a flat cap. So I'm happy with it. Maybe. Yeah, couldn't I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's like I, I I honestly thought we got him for like that. That was pretty cheap con- considering like how how good he's been this season. Uh, I I was expecting him to sign for a, like, at least like a little more, like maybe two and a half to three. Um, but cause I mean, he's playing, like he was playing second line minutes at some points in the, in the season. Now, it, right now he's with, uh, with the Mantha trade, it kind of like permanently puts him in that third, uh, that third line spot. But I mean, he's, yeah. he has been taking over the Brett Connolly role that we've been looking for someone to take over pretty much. Yeah. I think now that the trade deadline's over, we're not seeing as much of, cause this whole season's honestly been lively at switching all three lines up. Not no matter who the fuck you are, unless you're the fourth line. And they've been so for the most part, inconsistent throughout each lineup. And now the trade deadlines pass and we have our set lines and nothing's been moved in the past five games <clears throat> in terms of switching up second, third for first players, this, that, and the other. So is it, when is too early to embrace debate, have the argument of which third line's better the cup line with Berkey Eller and Connolly are this Sherry, um, Eller, Sprong, yeah, and Sprong line. I don't know why I just went blank there, <laughs> but uh, is it when's it when's it too soon to have that debate? Because this third line's been fucking great. I think it's too soon. I think we have to. It's, it's... win a cup with them first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, uh, maybe like one round of the playoffs, two rounds in the playoffs. I don't know. I mean. We got to see some huge goals from them in the playoffs. Yeah, you got to watch them in playoffs for sure before yeah. we can make that. But they've looked they've looked pretty fucking good. Sprong Sprong has like this like like jump in his like in his stride that like it just, yeah. it just seems so much faster than a lot of the players out there. He get he can get motoring pretty yeah. quick. So I I like that a lot from him. I just um, feel like he doesn't his like one downfalls. He's not like he can't like set up. He just like comes in and rips it. He's just like Carl Hagelin, but a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) offensively Uh, at least yeah i mean let's let's talk about that fourth line a little bit um do i i kind of think dowd might get scratched here soon it depends when raffle gets healthy and can like Mm -hmm. actually play and stuff but yeah i don't see why it wouldn't and um that's the one thing i do notice on the stack guy blake charts that make zero fucking sense to me but when they're like the whole team's like right here Ovi and Backstrom are up here, and then like Dowd's all the way down here by himself, and we're in the good and bad cross section yeah. right there. She's like, that's probably that's not great. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can so read math. That, that's yeah. That, again, like like you said, Stack Guy Blake's analytics that I don't understand. Uh, I do understand that 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 <laughs> Dowd has not been good. I mean, he hasn't been terrible, and he's actually been very very good at faceoffs, which is kind of huge. But apparently, Michael Raffle is also pretty good at faceoffs. So like, if he can like mm-hmm. kind of come in and do just as good a job on, on the, on the draw and, and kind of step the step up the fourth line a little bit, then, I mean, let's, I mean, might as well experiment. We, we got him. So we, we got to start playing him whenever he gets healthy. I don't disagree. You got to find kind of, I'd rather find out what works in these last, what do we have? 11 games left. Yeah. 10, 11, 10, yeah. 10 games left. That's not a lot of time to figure shit out I know. Uh, for six. the most part. We need yeah. six OV goals. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we'll talk, we'll talk about them as we break these games down, but we're close. 
We might get it. I think we're going to get it. We should be good. But let's talk about the big news of the week. It's Nikki. It's Nikki 19. One, Nikki 1000. Uh, kind of cool. Lost the game, which sucked. But Yeah, that was like, a brutal game. <laughs> a shitty team. But, uh, yeah. Good, good. Uh, I enjoyed everything. The the, the ceremony, the, the tunnel they did. Like it, when you're like when you're in Pee Wee, Pee Wee's and you win a game and you go through the parent tunnel and all that shit. Basically did that. And um, But yeah, AB, I think I asked... <clears throat> I'm not sure what I asked is on if it was like some piece of content we did last week, but you got any like uh, anything that really sticks out to you, like favorite favorite Nikki memories or anything? Um, yeah, I get the one uh, was the Islanders overtime goal, which was yeah. like pretty lucky, honestly. I think it was like all the way from the point, but like that's oh yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but that's like one of the goals that like sticks out. That was a huge goal. Um, OT tip against oh, Columbus. Yeah. Yeah, that's oh yeah, OT tip against Columbus. The saucer pass against Vegas is up there for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's OV. huge. Yeah, um, but I, I don't, I have no, I couldn't tell you why, but that's that's like what that's one of the huge goals that he's that he has scored that like sticks out to me. Um, his back to back four assists games, way back in the day, those I was like this this Backstrom is the most underrated player in this league. He should be in the All Star game every single season, and he's not. Um, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Yeah, like it's it's absolutely ridiculous. He's only made one All Star game, I think. Yep, I remember that. Oh, that's absurd. He's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> like, I, like, is is it is it a questionable Hall of Famer? Or is he just flat out like I? I, I feel like it's questionable to like everyone else except for like people who watch him every game. I was gonna say, well, the Sedins are no doubt Hall of Famers, right? I would think so. Yeah, he's like gonna pass that. He's on pace to pass both of them in points for Swedes. I'm yeah, no, sure. I, th- I think he's a for sure Hall of Famer. Yeah, so I like it's, I mean, it's crazy. I guess it's because he's under the wing of Ovechkin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it plays a huge role. It in was it. Happy Hour Live. Now yeah, that that's... I'm thinking about it. it was Happy Hour Live. I asked you guys this, you DJ and Blake. Yep. Yeah, and I said the I said the Vegas assist. Also, that one to Oshie yeah. against Boston, where it was like right in the center ice, and he like flicked it over two sticks. That was insane. But Just yeah, this Vashon's past weekend, dope. Sundays. No. That one was also gross, but like from a few years ago, it's like, oh, she gets a breakaway from it. It's like the two Bruins are crossing. Like, oh yeah, oh, and it like mm-hmm. lands perfectly. So yeah. what we'll do here, we're gonna talk about this trade, then we're gonna kick it to Matt from Engine, and then we're gonna just break down the past couple games. But this has been a hot topic, obviously, on fucking Twitter and whatnot. It's the it's the trade, it's the Mantha, it's the, the Vrana trade. It's a lot of people still complaining. Like, where's our sweet V and this, that, and the other? But it's like, what the fuck do you want? He has four goals and four games and an assist. So maybe yeah. uh, we'll start with you. What do you uh, you texted me the other day and you're like, we a thousand percent won this trade, right? And I was like, Yep. Yeah, I mean, again, the like I think everyone freaks out about the draft picks, and the draft picks just don't really matter that much i don't think especially for this season like the draft class isn't great um it's i don't know i i don't take a lot of stock into like the draft i mean it's it's pretty like wishy-washy after the first like 10 to 15 picks um so that's i mean that's my opinion on the whole draft thing so it was basically vrana and panic for uh mantha um everyone was like oh my god we lost the we lost the better player and we gave up two picks for one player. Like this is ridiculous <clears throat> when I think Mantha has clearly shown that he is, he's definitely the better player. He just happened to be playing for Detroit. So knowing who the fuck he was knew who the fuck he was. Like it was, it's ridiculous. Like, I, and he was, he was their best player. And the funny part is, is Vrana goes into, gets, gets traded to Detroit. 
as their leading goal scorer and leading a uh, point scorer. Yeah, and scores funny. in the first. It scores in his first game on a breakaway. Yeah. But um, absolute snipe. But yeah, my, like the, like like I said on NBCSM, whenever they're on TV and they're on TV tonight, they they usually talk about how good of a player Mantha is and how he he should be a superstar in this league. And now that he's got good players sur- surrounding him, like it's he's kind of turning into one a little bit here. Yeah, I agree. And Ben, we talk about it. <laughs> We talked about it a lot, especially with the wing wheel guys, like how he would fit on that power play and like how he was Detroit's trigger man. And we've seen him on the second power play and he's been fucking great on the power play too. Yeah, he just scored one the other game. I don't know if it was last game or the game before, but where he just walked in, he just was holding the puck, walked in and ripped it. And like, that's something like Verona could have done, but he never did that. And I'm not saying like he's way better than Braun or anything, but he's just right now he's looking like he's fitting into the team perfectly. And it's something Backstrom doesn't do from that spot on the first power play much either. So now, like we talked about it, that opens us up. We got Schultz up top passing to either Mantha or Ovi for one-timers or complete shots. So the, it kind of takes a lot off of Ovi to Ovi. I was going to say, it's it, it opens up everything on the power play. Having it's, it's basically like the Tampa Bay power play. Like Tampa Bay was lethal against us in the playoffs. And they, and they, they have been when Kucherov was playing in Stamkos and Braden Point, literally – all on the same line. They do the one, three, one, like us, or the umbrella, whatever you want to call it points right in the middle, playing the Oshi spot, Stamkos in the OV spot, Kucherov, who also has a hell of a shot on in the backstrom spot. Like if all three of those players can shoot, it makes it pretty fucking hard to defend. And with Mantha, we kind of have that now. Like it's, it's just so hard to like, cause I almost want to put him on the, on the first line now, but it's so hard to like, who are you going to take out? Like, uh, my, the only one they would take out is Kuznetsov, but Kuz, I feel like right. he belongs on the first power play unit. He he does, and I I don't know. It's 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 just a difficult spot. But like at this point, like because you're not putting him in the Oshi bumper spot, you can't. No, no that, those not. That, that we'll talk about that goal. But those bump passes are set to such fucking perfection when yeah, we get Oshie's, that tic tac tuck right there. Oshi's locked in on that spot. That's that's Oshi's spot right there. And and Mantha's kind of useless behind the net, where like Kuzi would be. Right. Uh, like it well, if we took Kuzi out, like we would move back from behind the net, and then Mantha would just play that spot. Yeah. Which, I mean, you could experiment with, but at the same time, like yeah, definitely. I think the issue is, or not issue, but like they need to somehow get that first power play line to be more disciplined to be able to come off forty five seconds into the power play. Like, like they, you know, then they they they're the number one power play line, so they tend to stay out there the full like two minutes basically. And the second line doesn't really get a chance to set up or anything like that. Yeah. So, Not yeah. until the other game when we had the, it was the Boston game with the four minute high stick. Yeah. And we got a good feel of both of them for a substantial right. mm-hmm. amount of time. So hopefully labs like can kind of discipline them enough to be like, get the fuck off. Like, like our second line is rolling just as good as you are, if not better. Like they need to be getting more power play time than you guys. Yeah. I feel like their second unit's actually been scoring a lot. Like Tom Wilson has a couple and then yeah. Mantha got one the other game. So. Yeah, they, I agree with you. They do need to start being more disciplined. But keep first, Ovi out there. Yeah, first player in yeah. Caps history, Caps franchise history, to score a goal in his first four games. Yeah, it's kind of fucking that. wild. Fucking eh? goaded, fucking goaded. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll order a jersey right now. God damn it. I mean, we I got him for a fake jersey. We, we, we got, got him for, for years, like three or four years, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but I think he just—he's just so perfect on that Backstrom and Oshie line too. On that second line, it's just our lineup is good, man, and I feel good about it. Yeah, I feel definitely like very, very get good. scored on like five times a game. Right. But yeah. yeah, our offense. I feel good about our offense. Let me say yeah. that. I feel very, very good about our top six for sure. Actually, mm-hmm. our I guess our top our, nine. 
Yeah, top nine's playing top great. Top nine's fantastic, but just figure out a couple kinks. The only that thing that scares there, me is, but... like, we're, we're kind of looking like this that 2010 team that lost in the first round of the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, well, you settle down. <laughs> like... <laughs> That's we gotta figure bullshit. out. We gotta. We gotta figure out defense, bro. We gotta figure <clears throat> out defense. We gotta figure out defense, and our goalies aren't looking that great. Yeah, I, honestly, no, that's... they've been fluctuating up and down. It's like they're they're both either on or they're both off. Yeah, like you don't get like one good one, one bad one. It's like either both have a shutout two games in a row, or they'll both let in six goals. Mm-hmm. And you're just like fuck. And we kind of got away with something the other day when what was it? Sammy had his upper body injury and Copley was coming in. I was like, fuck, is his neck like kind of goofed up right now? Is we, do we have some issues? Yeah. I mean, that was, that was kind of sketchy for a second there, but he's, he's fine. Right. I think he's pretty good now. Yeah. He's all good. He's all good. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, I think we won the trade. And if you're an idiot that thinks that still wants to complain about Verona on Twitter and on Instagram and on Facebook, every time the caps post something, use your brain. I also saw something about the trade that said um, since the trade, the Red Wings have three too many men penalties, and that's how Verona scored. He was serving a too many men penalty. But apparently Mantha was the guy who would tap on the helmets when they were to go on next. So since he's gone, they've gotten too many men penalties. So Mantha was just a fucking coach, too? Yeah. Just like choosing the lines? Like, you're going, yeah, you're going. pretty much. The fuck? That's hilarious. That's, that's kind of funny. That's, that's how like how much of a shit show the Detroit Red Wings are right now, I guess. Yeah, their coach is even coaching. <clears throat> yeah. Love it. Well, let's do this. Let's bring it back. Let's do some Unleashed to Fury right here, and then we'll kick it to the interview. All right, A.B., what you got? Uh, we're doing Unleashed to Fury right now? Yes, we are. Okay. I got you on uh, this guy. Do we? Are we adding him or no? We can we can add whoever you want. At this point, on if they want to come at us, let them come at us. All right, at Terry Tuffin, the Bruins own the Caps in all in all capital letters. Um, I don't know if he knows the uh, the record for the last twenty games for Bruins versus Caps, but uh, that's it's not they do not own us at all. Yeah, every if I look at the Caps tweet from the loss to Boston, everybody's just like, fuck this dirty team. Refs called everything on Washington. Y'all got away with murder. Hold this L. What? Okay, loser. Enjoy fourth place. Yeah, right? Like, we just beat you guys 8-1. to one. Like, what What are you guys talking about? Like, you do not own us at all. <laughs> yeah, Boston, Boston fans love to just get into DMs after we fucking... I tell you what, though. This, that, this Bruins-Caps, like, has definitely <laughs> turned into a rivalry this season. And they look yeah. like they might play each other in playoffs, which would be nuts. But yeah. it would be a very tough fucking series. <laughs> yes, that would. Okay, it, looks like, be, uh... it looks like the Bruins kind of figured shit out, too, with uh, their additions. They they look pretty – I mean, besides that 8-1 game, obviously, but they look pretty fucking good. Yeah. <clears throat> you got anything good, Ben? Yeah, I just found this one. Uh, when the Bruins went up 5-3. This guy says, Carlson, you trying to cover Orlov? Cover the guy closest to you, not Orlov. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yes, the guy's got a point. Guy's got a point. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's go to the let's go to the Buffalo loss. Thanks for ruining Nicky Knight. Ruined Backstrom's night. I speak for all Caps fans on this, bruh. <laughs> Imagine losing bruh. to Buffalo. LOL. Yeah, is Schultz yeah. brain dead or is he just fucking? Oh jeez, <laughs> that's just mean. Whoops. Beep out the R word. Uh, 
I got Capitals finally play a good team and get, get exposed for the trash team that they are. By the way, the Bruins are the best team in the NHL. They don't need good goal scorers or a good head coach to win games. Enjoy watching the Bruins dominate this decade. Is that the guy who just like shoots off like a thousand photos? Um, no. Is his name like Riot or something? Oh yeah, it is. his name is. <laughs> yeah. Riot, here's so your here's your repl- here's a here's a tweet regarding your one AB. You realize that if the Pins win today, you'll be in first place by one point, which will easily be lost. Hope he was the only thing you guys had to stop us. That and ex- that one eight to one game. But besides that, we own you. <laughs> Except for that one eight to one game. <laughs> Except for that, we'll be going 19 for like 22. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure is the goalie that helped us win all 19 of those games that we beat you. Like 19 out of um, 22. Is that what it is? Jesus. When, uh, when Oshie scored on the four minute power play, some guy said, I hope in the playoffs you don't get this many power plays. And then a guy goes, maybe don't hit a guy right in the mouth and maybe we won't get a four-minute penalty. And then the guy replies, I know, super frustrated. Clifton is a dumbass, LOL. <laughs> I mean, most people were just replying to the Boston game, just like it's all Boston fans just talking shit about Tom Wilson. It's just like, yeah. yeah. That rent, that the rent will bad. always be free. The rent will always be free. The hit that wasn't even bad that everyone was yeah. mad about. We'll talk oh, about that. Same guy said, refs helped you and you still couldn't win. Like, what are they bitching about rest for? Like the, I don't know. Just shut the fuck up, Boston. Just like shut up. That Wilson, that Wilson hit was Corrali falling. Yeah, literally. Like that's and even like was. Bruce Cassidy was just like, yeah, it was just an unfortunate play. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are you guys talking about? Oh, oh, Wilson was pissed, man, when they were asking him about it afterwards. He's like, why are we talking about this? Yeah. Like, like that why is it even being brought up? He's like, fuck, yeah. stop bringing it up. Like, this is bullshit. But. Yeah. Bucket, with that being said, let's kick it over the mat and then we'll recap some of these games. All right, guys, we now welcome on an awesome guest, Matt from Engine Athletics. Engine Athletics, local local company here, outfitting, outfitting the Chirpin DMV team for our first uh, ice hockey tournament here uh, coming up in May. What's going on, man? How you doing? Good, man. How are you guys? Good, good. So uh, we appreciate the help with the jerseys. We love it. We're... um. We're going to be working on some stuff here in the future. We're looking forward to the jerseys getting in, but um, let's, let's, let's start there. What's, what's the, what's the motivation? What was the idea behind launching the company and all that? Well, it was actually, it, it started out um, wanting to do basketball jerseys for bands. That's kind of like a big part of what we do. It's really why I'm actually here in North Carolina with some of the bands. So it kind of started off as that. I was helping out some bands, you know, just getting them some swag honestly something that i always thought i was good at. i was always designing my own jerseys for teams that you know would never take them because they we have jerseys and so I was, I was always kind of like had that eye and wanted to like make cool jerseys cool looking jerseys unique looking stuff so mm-hmm. i never knew how the business really worked so you know just as time goes on now i kind of understand how that so I took a shot and it so far has worked out pretty well um you know i'm in talks with some good colleges. Uh, I'm not allowed to name them right now, but that's, you know, that's fine. Um, but, you know, we're working through get, got public safety teams, the Annapolis police and fire. Team yeah. I saw those. Those jerseys look real cool. I also play with a lot. Thanks, man. Yeah. I, I like them a lot. Um, so working with the Baltimore Sentinels, they're a new police team mm-hmm. out of Baltimore. Yep. Uh, brand new. This will be their first year. Um, Detroit police working with them. Um, there's a couple others too. I can't really think of right now, but I'm um, in talks with a lot of those 
people within that realm. So it's better than I would. And, um, you know, what's really, what's really been hot is, is these band uh, basketball journey. I got through this week. Uh, we launched trails, which are out of uh, San Diego. They're like ska, reggae, rock type band. Most of the, most of the bands that I, I work with are pretty much around the same type of genres, rock, reggae, and hip hop. Um, so uh, yeah, we launched Sensi oh, yeah. Trails yesterday. Did really well with it. Tonight we're launching Vanalia. She's new and upcoming. Um, she's out of LA. Uh, she's under Law Records label. She's doing really well. Uh, we're probably going to do really well with those. And we're launching Tropidelic next Monday. And they're. Uh, I'll probably say that these guys are the next three eleven. That's where. That's where. Okay. These guys. I'm excited. I'm here for it. These next three. I'm here for it. And you're making some basketball jerseys for some breweries and stuff too that look real neat. So, I mean, you've always been a hockey guy. Was hockey jerseys always like obviously going to happen at some point or was there something that kind of pushed you to start making these hockey jerseys? Uh, hockey, I, once doing the basketball jerseys, I already knew that hockey was going to be the next progression just because I'm a hockey guy. Uh, basketball really was just a tipping off point because that's what these bands wanted. And that's what we were talking about at the time. So I knew that I knew I was going to be really quickly behind it. I just had to find the right suppliers, uh, the right manufacturers. I was comparable to the NHL Adidas jerseys. I wanted something that really just couldn't tell the difference between the two. And I think I found it. So now that I kind of have my Ooh. suppliers, um, set with those, you know, where I was able to move forward and really start pushing to these hockey teams love it so what's kind of uh the difference between you and i mean obviously there's a lot of competitors out there you got men's league sweaters you got a couple others what kind of separates you guys from them i think how we brand ourselves um, really push the envelope when it comes to social media and outreach and marketing um one thing we want to do is this year is really invest a lot of dollars into our marketing and we want to put forth um, content that really rivals Nike and Adidas and Under Armour and the, you know, like when you see the, the content that's on their pages, they have like these like short film documentary type stuff. Yeah. And, and myself and a lot of the people I work with, we kind of have that background a little bit. I mean, some of these competitors that you're talking about, some of them don't even have a functioning website. Um, I, I mean, I've seen men's league sweaters. They're good. They're fine. Um, rival hockey, I think they're pretty good too. I wouldn't be promoting them, but I mean, they're good. They're good people yeah. and they're good products as well so but i mean i i think our products will speak for themselves uh we have good content we want to really push especially hockey we really want to push hockey forward uh in the country because it's just not that big even in the dc maryland region even though we just won a cup two three years ago yeah it's still not where it, in my opinion it needs to be there any i mean no new rinks have been built since they won the cup that i know of right um, yeah, and I think I think the interest might have peaked up a little bit, but in my opinion, not enough. Yeah, I mean, totally. That's one of the cool things about it. I mean, it's like a little added bonus when you guys made our jerseys. Like you made us a social thing that we could post that you posted. You pumped up, you pumped out the content, and everything. So that's nice. That's a like, that's a nice little added bonus. You're getting like some custom social media stuff you can put out when you get your custom jersey made. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's. I mean, you have to have a strong social media presence, especially nowadays. You can't just go on word of mouth. Uh, some of these uh, businesses are able to do that, and that's great. Uh, but nowadays, I mean, you really have to show what you're like. Make, like for what I was saying, you know, when we want to do these like short form pieces of content, like I really want to push 
you know, women's hockey and minority yeah. hockey, just hockey stories in general that people might not know that you, you know, you'll see them on Nike's site or, you know, I mean, I wish Adidas put some more stuff out there just to look, right. but it just, just not there. Yeah. Maybe hmm. you're a big Jersey guy. You got anything? Well, yeah, well, I was actually going to bounce off earlier um, in regards to not increasing any rinks around here like yeah for sure they they haven't really done that for for ice hockey but i know they've they've actually added a couple of a sport like outdoor sport courts i think that's one way they're trying to like kind of increase um like hockey awareness around here i guess um but yeah other than that you're like you're right on the money i've figured after a cup win like they might be starting more like youth clubs around here and they just really haven't i don't i don't know what the, like the next step is but like I, I think what you guys are doing is like perfect just kind of like spreading the like just kind of branding and marketing to like hockey jerseys out there i mean and like like billman said like the the chirping jerseys that you guys started making like they were they were they were prime like they're they they bring back the old school and with like the new stuff too yeah i, I it's funny it's funny when those jerseys were the caps normal jerseys I couldn't wait for them to go back to a red, white, and blue. Now that the reverse retro's out, I wish that was their current jersey. I'm yeah, sure right? a lot of people seriously. Yeah, seriously. That's, that's pretty much what. Like, at first, like I like when I was a kid, I remember thinking their jerseys were like no, I, I didn't love them as a kid, and then they switched to the red, white. I was like, yeah, they should switch to the old, the old stuff, red, white, and blue. And then they switched it, and I loved it for like four years, and then I was like, all right, we should go back. Like it's, it's like we're never happy. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, well, actually, teams are starting to realize they can't keep the same jersey for a long period of time. They have to constantly switch it up. Otherwise, they're, you know, especially in hockey. You're not selling any new ones. The, well, yeah, exactly. It's probably the lowest of the four major sports in terms of selling anything. So, yeah, they gotta, I mean, they got to figure out something. Yeah. It, like, in regards to jerseys, as much as I would hate to say it, I feel like the Pittsburgh Penguins are like, kind of on top of that all the time like they kind of they've changed their jerseys like more frequently than like the rest of the nhl it almost feels like i think the revert the penguins reverse retro is really sharp uh yeah i'm not a penguins hater i'll be honest you're probably gonna kick me <laughs> off but i mean i love the, i mean i love to you know beat them of course i love to watch the caps beat them but i mean I'm not going to hate a team just because they beat my team for not beating them. That's kind of how I always was. I mean, don't get me wrong. Every time they won the cup, it just killed me, especially considering we hadn't won ours, our first one yet. Mm -hmm. So, but I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, I think Pittsburgh's got me reverse I actually do. Yeah. yeah. And plus, like we said, you're local here. Where exactly you guys like located, which area in the DMV. And then, yeah. So, so they kind of, uh, helps promote like all right if you're local <laughs> use local all that good stuff and we have a now we have a legit jersey company um here in the area that can outfit us and everything yeah well i'm out of uh, elkridge maryland which is right next to columbia between dc and baltimore mm -hmm. um for teams in maryland we offer free shipping um we actually personally will plan to house or through the rank that's local near you just to help save at least of cash uh, on your parts. So um, yeah, if you're, if you're in Maryland or the, or the DC region, we'll, uh, you know, we do free shipping. So, so I guess we'll be met, other... meeting up at MedStar here soon. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys <laughs> are playing the, uh, you guys are playing the gardens tournament. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 That one's in, that one's in Laurel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
That one's in Laurel. So that may, may something. It's coming up in a couple of weeks. And we're playing in the top division here. There's like a chain, a championship belt, and some other shit on the line that we're going to bring home, obviously. Yeah. We're not going to lose in these jerseys. That's that's the thing. We, we had to build a roster good enough to win it all in these jerseys. So another yeah, question I had was, yeah, right, regarding the jerseys, is you guys going to get in the sock game soon, get some matching socks with some of these jerseys at some point? We're able to do socks and uh, shells right now. Um, hopefully oh, by the summer we'll have – yeah, hopefully by the summer we'll have gloves nailed down. So we're looking into gloves, not really hard looking into gloves, but we have a lot of, if you go through our website, you can kind of see the different things we do. Um, we don't want to mm-hmm. get, we don't want to be this sports vendor that's every sport there is. I mean, we'll help you if you need help, but, uh, you know, we want to stick with a few key demographics. Um, so, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll help you no matter what. I mean, a project you want to, you want help with we'll help you get it out we'll help you get your team outfitted and try to give you the best price we can um but we're mainly want to stick with hockey basketball we're getting into paintball this summer which i think is going to be oh hell yeah to do. <laughs> That's um, sick. we were convinced we were convinced to do baseball so now we're doing baseball <laughs> so nice um it's moving it's definitely moving uh we we're doing soccer for, but uh, our main focuses are basketball, hockey, and uh, and paintball, and skateboards, skateboard decks. We do skateboard decks as well. Oh, nice! Yeah, yeah, there it is. That's a little niche area right there. (laughs) So you kind of we've talked about engine a bit here. You talked about how much it hurt you when the Pens were winning the cup and how much that sucked to see. But you were actually at Game Five. You said you've got some game stories to take us through that experience and how cool that was being in that atmosphere. I can't believe I actually remember what is the, the shocking part. So here's how the day starts. So obviously I fly out the day before um, and, you know, between games four, uh, I have to take you to the beginning of the story. So when the Caps won the East, I immediately got two tickets. I didn't care what they cost. I just, I just got them because I assumed that the Caps were just going to win it in six at home. I thought Vegas was, they're too good to be swept in, probably too good to not at least win two. Caps will probably split two and then win it in six. Um, I was convinced that they were actually going to win. That was probably the first time that I was ever convinced that the Caps were actually going to do it is when they actually won the East. Uh, I just I, figured I just, there was no way an expansion team was going to stand in their way. I, I still wasn't convinced, honestly. I was even even through Game Five. I was just like, I don't like, I don't know. Was, I'm so used to the Caps just somehow blowing. Right. But oh yeah, continue. I I feel you. Like game Five was the probably the, one of the worst days of my life until it was actually over. Yeah. So okay, so we get through the whole. We get through the first four games. So Game Four happens. They they crush Vegas, and I immediately, immediately hits me. It's like. If they win in Vegas and I'm not there, I will regret this for the rest of my life. I will never get over it. I, you know, I missed out my opportunity to go to the, see the Ravens Super Bowl, and that still haunts me. But as a Caps fan, if they win it and I'm not there, it's going to actually kill me. Mm. So I call my brother up. He's actually flying from Australia. Jesus. He was doing a he, – his job – yeah, his job takes him all over the world. So he, he's local, but he was just in Australia for a job. And so he had to fly – he said he wanted to go to the game too. So he flew from Sydney to Tokyo to LA to yes, nonstop running from terminal to terminal. It's like a 20 something hour, whatever it was, but one little like delay that it's done. He doesn't make it to Vegas. So that's his story. My story. I, so I get tickets for game five, uh, fly out to Vegas and 
Um, I actually saw Koozie at a restaurant before. I don't know those guys, but um, I saw him the night before. So the next day I wake up and I'm still on East Coast time. So I wake up pretty early and I just have all day to just like stew in my room and like just have these like anxieties of the day. Like it kind of like hit <laughs> me like, oh man, I can't handle this. Like, yeah. what if I spent all this money? Cause the tickets aren't cheap. No. Um, I got kind of lucky with the hotel and the, the flight. I was able to pay for that with points, but the tickets weren't cheap and I had already paid for game six. So that money's already there. And, and the tickets for game six were like 1400 a piece. So that mm. that's already, I already bought the five. It's like all this money was just invested into trying to have this one experience. So the whole sitting there and I'm like, I'm calling people or I'm texting people who are actually in the caps organization and I'm texting them things like, Hey, they're not coming here and thinking, Oh, if we win, cool, but we really want to win at home. And they're talking file. I was having anxiety the whole day. I was texting everybody. <laughs> so I was like, okay, I need to go chill out because this is not how it's supposed to be for that. So I went out to the pool bar and, you know, Vegas in June, hundred something, 110 degrees. It was boiling hot out. And I start getting those um, those big rum bo- bottles that are like this big, like, like a, a foot and a half tall. I don't know if you've been to Vegas and seen what those look like and understand. So I down about three of them in the span out. And as you could probably guess, it hit me and it hit me hard and it hit me really bad. Uh-huh. And since it's just been the hours leading up to the game, I threw up. And I think, and I'm thinking either I'm getting arrested <laughs> or I'm getting kicked out of the hotel. Like there's people watching me, my caption. So they obviously know I'm there for the game or they might've known that I'm going to the game or whatever, but that's another thing. And so I basically have like this emotional moment where I'm like, please don't throw me out. Please don't throw me in jail. I'm going to the game. And they're like, I don't think you're going to make it to this game. And so then my alarm, I make sure my alarm went off, go inside and get cleaned up. So this is probably three o'clock local time. The game's at five uh, Vegas time. So I would go back to the hotel room and I'm bouncing off the walls because I just can't. Wait. It's so, so bad. I and mean, I'm not a big drinker as it is. So to get to that point, it was just a horrific feeling. And I lay down in my shower what felt like two hours, about an hour and a half. <laughs> and I'm thrown up in the shower multiple times. I'm trying to remind about anything that's like horrible in me. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some jokes about that, but anyways. <laughs> and so I'm still like, just not, I'm not, co- I'm, I'm kind of coherent. But you ever been in that moment where your brain works overdrive because you because you're important kind of thing that's kind of like what it was like that's kind of what it was like so i just it took me forever once i got out of the shower it took me like a half hour just to put on clothes because i'm falling over my bed trying to like get my cat shit on make it out the door and i'm and i'm at the luxor which is like the pyramid hotel that's on the strip and the, the arena is behind new york new york so it's a little bit of a walk not too far and I'm like, okay, I need something to eat. Maybe if I have something to eat, this will make me feel better. So I go to New York, New York, which is right next to us. And I'm like, okay, I'll get a slice of pizza. They'll have one in there. I stare at this slice of pizza for like 10, 15 minutes and a bottle of water. And um, I just can't eat it. 
and I'm like getting mad watching this piece of pizza because I'm just feeling sick. My head is killing me. Like people, I have the anxiety of people watching me. I feel like every I throw pizza away. I grab my water and I start the walk from New York, New York to the arena. And it's just horrible. Like, you know, I'm running into bachelorette parties that want me to take pictures of them. And all I'm thinking about is throwing their phone. It was bad. It was super bad. So I finally get to the, to the arena and they scan the phone and they only give me one stub. And I'm like, no, I need two of them because there's two tickets on here. So now I'm arguing with this usher. They're like, no, he, your friend get in to show, he has to just show the barcode. And so that's just a back and forth with them. And I'm finally, I'm like, okay, like, I'm like, all right, I'm going to trust you right now. So I go in, find my seat. It warmups had just ended, which I was mad about that. Cause it's like, I wanted to get there early and enjoy the, the full day. thing in. Yes. The whole thing. So I get there and warmups are just ending. I somehow make it up the to my seat, went to the wrong two seats first. I sit there and I pass out in the seats, like pass out cold. And if you actually knew me, you know, that's something I do. Um, so I'm asleep all of a sudden, you know, the lights go down and the buildup starts to begin. The medieval time starts to go. And that's when I wake up. That's when I remember waking up in sword fight going on on the ice. And so then I run to the bathroom and I throw open the bathroom last time. And then I make it back to my seat. And that's when the starting, the lights come on, the starting lineup starts and all. And then my brother walks in. So he gets to the, he walks to his, gets to his seat. He just landed 30 minutes ago. He had to throw his bag in at the lobby of my hotel because he couldn't even make it to my hotel room. So he just throws his bag in the lobby. He makes it to the rink and we both just meet at the thing. He's hammered drunk because he was flying back and he had to drink so he could fall asleep on the plane. Cause that's a horrible plane ride to Vegas with two in between. Yeah. And so that was kind of my whole, that was the whole thing getting to the actual game. And then the game starts and, you know, the period ends It's zero, zero. I don't know how I actually even remember that. It's like I said, it's like your brain works overtime because they know it's like, you better get your shit together. This is an important day. You've been waiting for this day your whole life. Yeah. And then the second period happens it's you remember it was back and forth and it was just this wide open hockey and it was just anxiety and then they take the lead with like 13 14 seconds left or something whatever it was and that was it i was just like they're done because they had that fight at the end of the period and i just thought caps are done they're they're unraveled i just spent all this money i'm hammered drunk this is bad and so then you know i just sit in my seat trying to like just down these waters and get myself together and I'm finally starting to like feel better at the start of the third. And then I pretty much, as every Caps fan did in the third period, just watched the game through my hands, you know, pulling out my hair at every single second. Uh, after Lars Eller scores, just, I'm sure it's the same with you, longest seven minutes ever. Right. Mm-hmm. Just, so that, that was pretty much that was pretty much the story. Just ah, love never, it. What ever a day. Get super Holy shit. <laughs> never get uh. super drunk because. Oh, it was bad. I would never have done that again, but did I you, couldn't handle the, the stress of the day. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh, All right. I, I stayed out till four in the this morning. It's that championship right, win. Adrenaline just fucking yes. pulsing through the body, baby. I was just making sure because you said it was uh, – and then I, after that, it's like, that's that's the story. And I was like, oh, he so he went back and just passed out. Oh, no, no, no fucking way. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. Actually, that. 
Yeah. So that was the story of the game. And then, you know, getting through that game, getting through the the clock stoppage, which I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. Like, really, there's yeah. a fucking clock stoppage right now, um, which actually turned out to be incredibly lucky for the Cavs. Basically, um, which was huge for them. Uh, so then, yeah, they win the cup. We stayed uh, an hour and a half. Uh, we stayed up until the time Ovi took the cup into the locker room. Yeah. And, you know, it was just – I remember being so sure that there was tons of Cavs fans during the game. Like, you could see them during the game. But when the game was over and then seeing – some of the Vegas fans would, would leave, but not many. It was pretty packed when they brought the cup out. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, I would think that Cavs fans would probably stay if it was someone else with yeah. the cup at home. So, but, yeah, man, what a day! What a such a, such a story. Like I'll never forget it. And man, never never get super drunk before the Stanley <laughs> Cup Finals ever. I mean, yeah. when you can't handle well, that. we kind of did, but I'll say we definitely did, but <laughs> uh, we blacked out. But it was a yeah, long night. Yeah, yeah a long, we were long night running around DC here. Yeah. If I didn't have to get my shit together, I would have definitely blacked out and passed out yeah. because. The, in mind, it was saying to me, you should go to bed because you're really tired and you don't feel good. So you should go to bed. And then the other part of my brain is like, hey, idiot, like, what did you do this for? You need to go get to the to T-Mobile. Yeah, right. Uh, like for us, it was like, I think we got into D.C. around like, what, like two o'clock? Yeah, two o'clock. And then like just started drinking at the Green Turtle. And we were, we stayed in the Green Turtle like the entire time. And then um i think were you ever able to make it into the actual building to watch with the uh the fans no uh, we so stayed we... in green turtle until the end of the second period i mean maybe looked at each other like we had to change this fucking mojo up and just mm-hmm. get outside right now because we we're losing so we get outside and it was just all right let's let the mayhem be in and continually yeah we were, we were just out on the street the videos like oh, what it's was nuts. that like it was bananas yeah. <laughs> it was nuts yeah it was, when something you couldn't... like that happens part of you is like I was there with my brother. And I'm happy about that, but it's like I wasn't there with friends. I wasn't with Cavs. I mean, there was a lot of Cavs fans there, but like I wasn't with eighteen thousand Cavs fans. So yeah. part of you is like, man, that was cool, but I was there. So it's like you balance that out. But yeah, I was gonna say I would definitely I mean, trade with you. Yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> there it is. Good stuff. What a story. I definitely wouldn't trade, but it was like, yeah. yeah when they win it again, I hope to get to watch it. Yeah, Love it was it. definitely I it was definitely it. awesome in DC. And don't get me wrong, it was awesome in DC. But I would have to be in a game five or when they win the cup. Like that's that's the dream right yeah. there. So it was pretty great. Yeah, it Love it. There it is. What a story, Matt from Engine yeah. Athletics. Like you said, the Jersey King here now in the DMV area. We're looking. I'm super looking forward to getting these chirping ones, winning a tournament in them, and uh, continuing from there because we got a couple things. Uh, we were talking about in the DMs there, and uh, once we launch it all, we'll, we'll go. We'll go from there, and <clears throat> the Engine Athletics might be might have to be the official jersey outfitter of Chirping DMV Men's League teams, baby. Well, I love opportunity, so that'd be cool. <laughs> I mean, well, good stuff, man. Appreciate you coming on, and uh, thanks for again for the time. All right, thanks again to Matt from Engine for hopping on. I'm 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 fucking fired up for these for these chirping DMB jerseys. I sent the picture over in the group thing. We're playing in the top division in this tournament. We're going to win the goddamn thing. Um, did I stack the lineup? Maybe. Do we have a guy? Do we have Liam Gilmartin on our team who currently plays for Team USA, U18, and committed to Providence? Maybe. What do you want me to tell you? Just he, We're friends, man. So I'm going to ask my friend if he wants to play hockey with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
It's not That's my fair. fault. He plays for Team USA. Okay. Can't get mad. I don't hate Can't the guy mad. who exploits the loophole. Hate the loophole. Yeah, I want I want to win this chain, man. You get this fucking insane chain if you win this tournament. And <laughs> we're going, we're starting to chirp in DMV trophy case once we launch all of our men's league teams. And I'm Obviously. just gonna be we're just gonna be collecting trophies and it's gonna be so tight. Um Pond, you're gonna be like a, you're gonna be like an F1 company, like a Red Bull, just like have all your teams' trophies behind you. Yeah, pretty much. T-shirts, like reference, by the way. Don't really, I do like it. They don't give you really. <laughs> tournaments give you trophies. We're gonna be doing a lot of tournaments, but it's like if we win a league and they give us a T-shirt, I'm just gonna have to have to hang like 20 fucking T-shirts up. It's gonna be like Jesus Christ. <laughs> just gonna dominate the roller and ice world. Let's go. Oh, we're gonna be shit kicking everybody. We'll announce that in a couple of weeks. I'm working out some details. Maybe that's Ben's job, and he moved to DC since he like runs the men's league team for his school. He can come run our entire men's league organization. Exactly. Perfect. Perfect. Let's experience. recap some of these games. We're skipping Buffalo because, as we were just talking about in the break, fuck that game. The Caps screwed Nikki over. They're like, screw that guy. We're gonna play bad tonight. Totally kidding. But it was five two loss. Pretty bad. Let's get in the Flyers game because that's the fun one. It's Ovi. Start the scoring off on the power play four minutes in. It's it's your it's your typical the puck's moving around. It gets up to Kuzi. Kuzi gets it over. And here we are. Ovechkin power play first goal of the game. And it's just, yeah, one time we're top of the circle. Beats this whack goalie. Whoever yeah, the hell Alex, is like the 147th Alex goalie or, or something he's scored on his line. Yeah. His he beats so it's another goalie he's now scored on in his career. And yeah, caps are off and running one nothing. Yeah. Uh, it was yeah, it was huge that we, we needed him to score on a, on this goalie that no one's ever heard of pretty much i actually have heard of him before but he's like goes up and down like all the time yeah i agree um ben that gets him to what was it was that, get, was that his 20th yeah 23 maybe. 23 it was 23rd yeah 23rd goal right there but um yeah that's that's that and that, that gets you feeling good for the 30 goal counter right there as well yeah i don't know exactly i don't know what blake's numbers exactly were but i remember after this game when he told us it was like in like the 80 percent chance yeah. now i didn't know it was that high so that's unreal yep so right after that it's provorov with one second left literally in the first period those are daggers maybe we talk about them all the time but it doesn't matter because the, the first period and the, the end of the period start of period goals are always daggers philly gets that one with one second left kind of whack but orlov comes out here start of the second period literally 30 seconds in he just kind of gets one and he just wires it on and the, the famous Orlov slap shot from the half wall, and he just fucking hammers it home. Yeah, when it's like he has like a no angle shot, pretty much, and it like somehow goes in. Like, uh, how many of those in his career does he have? Like, I feel, yeah, like, I feel like he has a lot of those now that you say that. Yeah, like when he just winds up, just and just lets it rip. He's like, all right, you like, oh, no. my, yeah, my ass is touching the wall right now. Let me just sh- put the puck on that and just. Oh, I'm in the Zamboni hallway. Let me just shoot the puck real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So <laughs> he bombs that one. He's been unreal, man, since that week started the season. I think it was like, I think Tarek tweeted out. I don't know this for certain because I don't want to dig through Twitter for 20 minutes to find it. But it was like first 18 games or something. It was like one goal, uh, previous 22 games. Or maybe it was like first 22 games, one goal, previous like 18 games, six goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was ever since like his family came over. And I don't know if that actually has anything to do with it, but yeah. since then he's been way better. Yeah, I think he, he said in an interview. He definitely he said in an interview like this is much easier on me. Like, yeah, I'm like, happier. Just I guess. Your, yeah, it lifts your spirits up a little bit. I think. Like, I don't know. I mean, it's. It, I think it definitely helped him. Like, like his like psychiatric stuff going on up there. I don't know. Is that the right word? Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> the the mental fortitude. Mental healthy, mental, mental healthiness. Mental fortitude, baby. Uh, JVR ties it, and then it's Ovi again. This is a, another power play, four seconds into the power play. 
win the faceoff back to Carlson, over to Ovi, bombs at home. Two goals for Ovi. I'm feeling great. This is a hat trick game, I'm thinking, because when you have two goals with 13 minutes left in the second period, AB, I'm feeling pretty fucking good. Yeah, I'm like, definitely, he, he might get three and even a fourth if it's a close game and there's an empty net. Start to get a little turned on. <laughs> yeah. A little pre-cum, you know what I mean? When he's got yeah. a two-goal game with half the game left. 100%. Half yeah. job at this point. I mean, once <laughs> yeah. the third one goes in, it's... You're kind of flicking it. Yeah, you're yep. like, ooh. <laughs> yep. 100%. What do, you think? what do you think, Ben? That's blood flow. Yeah, no, right I was thinking the exact same thing. Thinking about that Just blood flow, baby. Playing with yourself, yeah. <laughs> you want to get too hard, but you, you're, like, you're almost like waistband tucking territory mm-hmm. but you're not fully like, there yet it's like, like you don't want to be called on in class it's like it's afraid. not it's not yeah. it's not big enough to tuck yet but it's just not big enough to be embarrassingly like sticking out of the front of your pants you know what i mean yeah, <clears throat> yeah but if like someone walks by and they feel a nice brisk it's like oh man that thing's chubbed yeah. oh well, <laughs> we just got a shot on that oh ooh. <laughs> i'm a little hard right now not even that just like you just see you see the flyers get fucking flagged for a penalty and you're just like oh we're going to a power play oh here we go. You start to just kind of like fan on it with your yeah, hands. It's, like, oh. it's just like the, it's just like that uh that gif that like went viral for with OV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. was that this game? No, that was the Boston game, right? That, Where that was the Boston game. Off on the bench. Yeah. yeah. So caps up three two. It is this this is the goal right here. Tom Wilson gets the puck on the boards and just absolutely fires kind of like a no look backhand right to Kuzi in the slot who gets a little mini breakaway and finally scores a goal but uh, the, the pass was everything here and because he just had to make one move right there forehand backhand forehand and but the tom wilson pass here is elite he's made that pass before too i think to ovi in like carolina or something so, yeah yeah he's pretty good just pretty, fires pretty it pretty out of the corner though. just shoots it out yeah, yeah guy fucking sucks but yes <laughs> anybody Fucking good, good, good. Uh, it's Allison in the third power play goal that cuts it to four three kind of gets sketchy like please don't blow this game to the flyers but it would be Connor Sheary making it 5-3. And then Anthony Manta, obviously, like we said, stays hot. He gets an empty net on the Cats. Get out of this one, 6-3 right here. Um, and this is a Samsonov game, 22-25. We'll take it. Good for Sammy. But, yeah, that's, that's like we keep, we keep talking, it, talking about it. Just beat the bad teams, man. It was also um, Carlson's first four-point game ever. Yeah. I didn't believe that, like, at all. I know. That was I weird. didn't either. Yeah, that was that – was... Way to shut the haters up. Thank you, Carlson. That's that's the only thing I can say about it, honestly. I mean, Carlson's playing good too, since especially since uh they like kind of mixed up the defensive pairings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but when I saw that tweet, I was like, no, he did that like three times last year. No, no, I thought he did too. <laughs> I was like, I was like, he did that like I feel like there was plenty of games last year where maybe he just had like three assists in a game or something. I just no, yeah, he because I automatically thought of the LA Kings game too, AB that we always yeah. talked about on the road last year where he just went off on that California road trip. Yeah, uh, he um, last year I feel like he always like almost every single game it was like one goal, two assists for Carlson. He probably had like like seven or eight different like three point games or something like that. Yeah, I think probably. three of the four assists against Philly were primaries too. I think so. Yeah, the Orlov yeah. one, the Ovechkin one, probably the other Ovechkin one, or was that yeah, probably both of? OVs. Yeah, because yeah, it uh, was was both OVs. Yeah, I mean that power play is rolling right now, so. Like he, if the power play is rolling, it's usually like Carlson's usually getting an assist. Um, yeah. And, and then it's pretty much 50 50 shot between Baxter and Kuzi. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, we kind of talked about defense and we lost the defender this game and Zidane Char because he blocked like 40 shots on one penalty kill for us. Yeah, but that was I, I don't know how long he's out for, but what a fucking, what a shift by him. They just blocked like every shot. 
the, the like every single shot he just like got a leg on it or something. The first one yeah. looked like it hurt like a bitch too. Oh, she says it shows you the commitment levels he has uh, and doing what it takes to win. Here's a guy I don't know how many years it's been. He's played in some very important games. And right now we're in a game towards the end of the regular season. He's putting his body on the line. It sets a good example for the rest of the guys to follow. It's that time of the year when he starts sacrificing the body and you see what guys are willing to do. But yeah, it did that one PK, man, he just took like three or four, three block shots in 60 seconds is what the NBC thing said. It's like the they were hard one. fucking shots right off the ankle, right off the ankle, right off the shin. It's just like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, those are the worst. My leg would have been broken in half. Yeah. My like that third one would have hit me. That third one would have hit me and like the bottom half of my leg just would have fucking flown. Anything on the skate or is just the absolute worst. Yeah. Like I like I, I took one like last week in my men's league game and I like it's and it was with a roller puck, not, not even an ice puck. And I was just like, I definitely broke my foot. I can't play for the rest of the year. Like just I'm done. <laughs> that happened to me. Like, remember a couple summers ago in men's league when I took that slap shot off the side of my skate? And then like it, I was like, took my skate off after the game, but like, why does my foot hurt so bad? And I like just went and got looked at the next day and like broke the a bone in my foot. And I was like, ow, <laughs> like what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like fuck. So unfortunate, but such bullshit. Uh, Sunday, let's go to Sunday's game. Let's go to Boston. Like we said last week, we crank a mate to one on Sunday. This one, kind of tough. Boston gets off to a 2 nothing lead on us. I like this game a lot. This was a nice little post-race Sunday hitter. I was kicking back, relaxing, and then like five minutes in this game, I was like sitting on my nuts because I was like, dude, this is li- literally a playoff game right here. Like the fans, you could hear the fans in the arena getting rowdy in the game, just the physicality. Fourth line was fantastic. Hathaway was having a great game until he – Obviously got kicked out, but we'll talk. We'll talk that first. We'll talk Hathaway and Wilson. Not, neither of those guys are going to face um, DOPS stuff. Obviously, I don't want to really talk about Wilson, but just we will mention it because there was such a big fucking uproar because the guy fell over when he he pretty much. It's like um, it's like when To would come across the middle when Sean Taylor was out there and he'd get T Rex arms because he was scared to catch the ball because because T fucking Sean Taylor was going to kill him. Yeah, but yeah, the guy probably just saw Tom out of the corner of his eyes and just like bundles like this, and Tom just like runs into him. Even like we said, even Bruce Cassidy after the game is like it's it's an incidental play. Yeah, uh, it's absolutely ridiculous. Someone said, um, someone was like, yeah, he took uh, except for the fact that he took eight steps before he tried to hit him, and I was just like, he no, he didn't. He's like he literally he takes two steps and then he starts gliding, and like he is going in for the hit. Don't get me wrong, but like then the guy falls and like before Wilson even gets there. So like, what what else is he supposed to do? Yeah, exactly. Like there's not much he could have done. It happened so fast. Yeah. Every so. time Wilson hits somebody, they go back and do the replay. Say, oh, okay, how long has he been on the ice? And how many strides has he taken on this shift? 37 yeah. fucking charging. Yeah. I feel like, like he never takes too many strides and they always talk about oh. how many strides he takes. How yeah. many strides he took. It's like, yeah, because he's playing hockey and he's actively fucking skating around. He's yeah, actively like, skating around. He always like... He's actually really good at not taking strides. Like he, yeah, I feel like he's like he's, he's never very good when he knows strides. he wants to take the hit. You just see those legs spread and you see that shoulder tuck. Right. and he just doesn't move. He exactly. goes off momentum. He gets all he gets all the weight. Like he spreads out the weight because he, and he's getting those legs like spread out. He's got a good base under him. He's like, oh, I'm gonna rock this guy. So he's yeah. not taking strides on anyone. But he took strides everyone, that shift. I'll say everyone thinks he is. So um, and then our boy Hathaway was on the edge all game. This game was kind of fucking crazy, man. We had a lot of a lot of shit going on. I'm surprised it wasn't a fight, <clears throat> to be honest. But um Hathaway hits a guy from behind, five in a game. That that kind of takes away any chance at a comeback right there. Cause I think it was five to three at that point. Yeah. Kind of, with about 10 minutes left in the third. So it kind of takes away any 
any life in terms of coming back. Cause if you got 10 minutes left in third, you take a five minute major, you got to kill it. We almost got a couple shorties. Tom Wilson almost got one there, but um, yeah, just not a great hit. That wasn't the worst hit ever. I mean, the guy turns, who was he? Tornorty. Tornorty. Yeah. It's kind Local of turns boy. last set. Yeah. Mm. Kind of it's turns last second. Run a park, man. Yeah. He played play for the little caps too. Yeah. But, um, yeah. He kind of turns last second, takes the run in a bit. But you can't hit somebody from behind. Sorry, like as much as yeah. people wanted to complain on Twitter, you can't just rock a dude from behind. Sorry. I thought it was, it was funny watching because like the Wilson hit happened, and me and all my friends who were watching were like debating it, like whether it was clean or not, and we we're all like, he didn't do anything. And, and then like two like, minutes later, Hathaway is like making this guy's face bleed from the boards, and I was just <laughs> laughing so hard. Not that he was hurt, obviously, yeah. but yeah, the the the, uh, the arguments are well, dude. A lot of people on Caps were just like, "That's bullshit call." I was like, "No, it's not." We got You can't just crush a guy from behind. I don't care if he turned last second. I don't care what he yeah, did. You're exactly. gonna get called every time if you just hammer somebody in the back. Just the way yeah. the game goes. Yeah, nothing new there. But um, so Boston they get up to nothing in this game. First period coming to an end right here, and this is the one we were kind of talking about beforehand. Oh, she gets the puck at first, makes a nice little curl drag. Looks like he gets tied up. So the most underrated thing about this is when Oshie makes that original move, he like flicks it to Backstrom, and Backstrom kind of like catches it midair. Drops it to himself, and then he makes that curl drag around McAvoy. Made him look like a fucking dummy. Gets the puck on that. Draws the penalty, actually, on a slash, but Oshie comes diving in and pokes it in with nine seconds left. Yeah, that goal was sick, everything about it, like, from the get-go. I don't disagree. Yeah, no. Backs from just gross. So subtly gross. Right, yeah, yeah. The, the fact that he can do that, like, the fact that you catch Ch- Charlie McAvoy fishing for a puck is kind of nuts. Like, one of the best. Especially when he's not, like, blowing by him because he's not fast. Yeah, it's like yeah, smart and like knows that, how to do it. That, I'm telling you, the best part of that goal is Backstrom catching OC's original pass, just like in midair as a salt, yeah. like catches it on the top of his stick and like kind of like juggles it to himself, and then just gets going. And, and as soon as that puck hits the ice, he's curl dragging McAvoy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like I don't know what like McAvoy just like you don't see him like you don't catch him doing that very often. He just like he looked like garbage there. I, like I was just holy shit, like. It looked like it looked like almost that Carlson Malkin like, like thing. Yeah. Like, or just anytime mm-hmm. Jeff Schultz was on the caps. Yeah, yeah. Second period down to one power play. This is the one I tweeted about. This is where that bump passing just is so fucking perfect, man. When Backstrom can get it to Kuzi and Kuzi one time touches it to Ocean. By the time the Bruins even know where the puck is, Oshie's one time running in the back of the net. So his second of the day ties the game up at two two. Yeah, they're finally like moving the puck a lot quicker on the power play here. Uh, yeah. We've been saying that for what three years now. Yeah, yeah. They need like a sense of urgency. Goddamn puck. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, now, it's, now it's, it's fucking finally working now. Yeah, you'd love to see it. So that that that's the front end of that high stick that two that four minute minor. Uh, so the second end of that actually, Monta gets one. He just collects the puck from Orlov and just walks in top of the circles and just from the Manta office, man, the Ant-Man office. He just rips one past Rask. It's three to two at that point with 15 minutes left in the second. We scored two goals back-to-back right there off the same penalty, and I'm thinking we're going to start rolling, but we go on to lose 6-3. Fuck that, but, yeah, that's just – you love to see that power play clicking right there two times in a row in kind of a very important game like that. Yeah, I mean, come playoff time, special teams is probably, like, one of the most important things. Goaltending, special teams. Uh, I, honestly, that's that's kind of it right there. Like, <laughs> like – <laughs> and that's like that's that's the, those are the most important keys I think to to a good playoff run is goaltending and, and special teams. So uh, if we have our power play clicking like this, we just 
we got to get some consistent goaltending. That's that's, that's really that's the, only the only thing. thing. That, yeah. We also can't allow, can't allow shorthanded goals to Boston every time you play them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Patrice Bergeron and Marshawn are just absolutely ridiculous shorthanded. It's it's kind of crazy. It's like yeah. NHL 21, like going on, going shorthanded, and be like, oh, I might actually be able to score here. Like, I mean, I will say the first goal they scored, that first shorty was kind of a whack fucking bounce. Yeah, um, it's it like kind of like hits the inboards behind the net and like pops up and back over and it just lands perfectly right there. I think I think Bergeron's stick and just fires it in. But yeah, same same thing though. You can't let him shorthand goals every fucking time you play the same goddamn team. Yeah, I mean, and the other thing about this goal was like for uh, uh, Mantha, it's like it was like yeah, there was it was it was a good screen and everything, but it was also just like quick. It was a quick release and kind of out of nowhere, like. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was a little like off rhythm, you know, I, I don't know. It just, and it was, I mean, it was a good shot. had had some good pace to it. So like, he just kind of threw it on net and it went and it found its way in. Yeah, dude, it was beautiful. So looking at the standings right now is a Monday night caps right there. 46 games played 62 points. You got the Islanders and pens both at 45 games played Islanders, 60 points, pens 59. You got Boston right there with 56 points in 43 games. The Rangers are kind of creeping around, staying close with their 52 points in 45 games, but it looks like our top four is going to be set. And it's tough to say that, yeah, we will play Boston since they're two games behind, both Pittsburgh and the Islanders, but fuck, man. I guess we're going to see. It's close. I mean, I think like all four teams are close, and I think all four teams legit legit have a shot at like the number one seed and the number four seed. Like, I agree. Uh, yeah, with 10 games left, is a lot of hockey. It's just a complete toss-up between these teams. Um, like, you got Pittsburgh kind of rolling now. Like, they were really rolling earlier. They kind of settled down a little bit. Like, so that's kind of a good sign for, a, like, for everyone else. The Islanders are always going to be the Islanders. Like, you know, like, they're they're, they're going to play tight hockey. They, they, they pretty much play playoff hockey, like, from the start of the season. Well, here's your, here's your two games coming up. I guess you're for so we're at we're on the island in the island on Thursday and Saturday, uh, and then Tuesday again is our third straight game versus the Islanders, and then our last game in the month of April. So four games left. We go Islanders, 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 Pens. Yeah, and I mean these are, these are all. <laughs> I I like this a lot that we like our schedule is the toughest schedule for the rest of the way compared to the rest of the division, and I mm-hmm. I love that. I absolutely yeah, I do that. too. Like it's it's going to get us. We're going to be playoff ready pretty much coming up and we're gonna i I, they're i think they're gonna figure out the kinks like all on the way through it's not gonna be pretty we might end the season like going 500 which everyone's gonna be like oh fuck this is not looking great but i mean it's it's getting ready like the playoff games are starting to come up on us we've already seen a couple that one nothing game against the islanders was a complete playoff game uh Mm -hmm. this bruins game even though it was a six three game i mean down to nothing coming back to up like three goals in a row being leading this game three to two. And then after that, it kind of just loses control. Um, that's one of those games that I hope in the playoffs labs kind of may might call a timeout and settles the team down. I think we just kind of like got riled up in here and the game got a little emotional. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to happen. I'm so fucking here for the last game of the season being versus Boston. Yeah. I, I mean, we it. might have I an eight. It. Is it going to be an eight-game series against against Boston? At this point? Right. Like, is that going to is that going to be a chippy ass game? That's going to just set the tone for the playoff series. It's going to yeah. start like probably two days after that. What What might scares me is if uh, it, it like if the playoffs are pretty much set and we know we're playing Boston, like they're not going to play. Like Ov is going to be at like twenty nine goals, and he's like, no. OV's yeah, and they'll bench him. Yeah, Ov's not going to play. I back would officially cancel Lavalier if that one. <laughs> like 
Ovi's not going to play. Backstrom won't play. Oshi definitely won't play. Yeah, that guy gets hurt. Yeah. Well, let me let me ask you this: talking, talking Ovi. Um, what's more likely to happen? Ovi thirty goals or Austin Matthews forty goals? Austin Matthews forty. Yeah, by far. He's going to do it at? too. I think thirty-three. Mm-hmm. Is that thirty-three? So he needs seven. Ovi's twenty-four. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and he's in. He's just in a worse division. Yeah. They, I mean, he's scoring a lot of goals, but yeah, way worse division. That's, yeah, that's all, well. That's why he's scoring. That's what I mean. He's scoring yeah. so many goals because he's like, there's no defense. Not playing anybody. Yeah, every game, every game's like a six to five win. Yeah. You're also, right. speaking of Ovechkin, did you see him just saying "We'll see"? But like, yeah, they asked somebody asked him about so it's some 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 signing the contract. You want to stay in? You you want to finish your career here? And he goes, "Well, yeah, we'll see." It's like, oh uh, fuck, dude, don't say don't that. Don't like saying that. <laughs> I think he's just uh, fucking. With, I think he's just fucking with everyone. Yeah. I think so too. Obviously, he's right. not gonna. Obviously, he's not gonna go anywhere else except for Dynamo Moscow. Imagine he won't go he anywhere else, anyways. But just like, imagine if he did. Like, what would the reaction be? Like, he just said us. fuck it, and like the Canadians signed him for like fifteen million. I would yeah, for be like one last year. Pretty, pretty, pretty fucking pissed off to be quite honest. I would too. That's that what I'm saying. Like, would he be like one of those guys who's like hated in Washington? Would it be like a John Tavares for a little type? bit? Yeah, would it be like a John Tavares type thing where everyone's like, Hold, yeah. like fuck you, dude. Come on, dude. Like, we offered like you this amount of, those... of money. Yeah. Well, it feels like a, if you like. I don't think hypothetically it be... went somewhere for obviously a very good contract, but it like wasn't far off the contract we offered him. It's just like, all right, what the fuck? I wouldn't be, it wouldn't be like the John Tavares situation for me, but I would be a little like heartbroken almost. Yeah, I feel like it would like take some time to heal. Like if he signed like a one year there for like 15 mil and then like retired. Like, I, I would never want him to score again. I would never want him to score again if he left us. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'd, I'd be like, oh, the Gretzky race, fuck you. You're not a cap anymore. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. I would probably still root for him to beat that Gretzky record. 100%. I don't know. It, it put a real sour taste in my mouth. I just don't it understand ruin like, my life. Would, be, it would, would ruin it? my life. It, yeah, I know. It would like, take over my personal life. <laughs> it, like, no, it, buddy, yes. I just spent the last 18 years sucking you off, and you just up and bailed. <laughs> I mean, I agree, but like at the same time, I think I still think I would like, kind of root for him. I feel um, like I'd have to root for him, but I'd also just be like, what happened? Like, kind of fucked you're up, on, like, this up, to be honest, because now I'm pissed yeah, just for no reason. You're, you're on a team that's like, like I don't understand where else he would go. I don't think. Like, he's he going to go anywhere. That, in a, yeah. yeah. He's I don't a team think that can win a championship is... with a team that he likes and like Backstrom, you can get him the puck and Kuznetsov and Carlson. And I don't think Ted Leonsis is going to let him go anywhere. I don't think he is either. I think, I and I think as much as McCle- like McClellan is kind of running the show, like when it comes to all that, I think Ted Leonsis is going to be like, no, you're <laughs> either fired or you're paying him whatever the fuck he wants to. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we can only afford to offer him 11, but you want to pay him 15? Good luck giving out four, four mil, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> to cover that OV cost. But, um, uh, oh, well, imagine. speaking of McClellan, um, can we shut all the haters up that have been saying like McClellan's time is at an end or it's coming, yeah, it's coming to just, an end? I've so seen wrong. a lot of tweets about like McClellan. So does he even know what he's doing? It's like, okay, do you, did you, what went through your brain before tweeting this? Yeah, Let alone that's, the fact that you're calling out Brian McClellan. Like, come on. That's <laughs> like, what I should have unleashed a fear. There's some dummies on Twitter, man. Yeah. Uh, like, it's like, like it, some people that, it could, it's like, where do you get your opinions and why do you think anyone needs to hear them? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, like it's, that, um, I mean, it the, all the McClellan, off. the GM, BM hate this shit's unreal, man. Yeah, it's it, unreal. It, it all popped off after that Vrana trade. Like everyone loved 
like this guy's wanted like an idiot. Yeah, they're yeah. out of here. It's like you don't understand the analytics and how hockey actually works. You can't yeah. just build a team of people you like. Yeah, like and Mantha. We comes have in, to win games. <laughs> and Mantha comes in and like proves once again that McClellan is a very very good GM. You have to build a roster for not now but also the future. Yeah. That's well, that's working that, on. Yeah. Well, that's what. Well, that's the kind of thing with Vrana. Everyone thought Vrana was our future, but Mantha is also going to be here for a bit. Yeah, so. Mantha is one year older, probably yeah. like a few months older. Yeah. So. I, let me tie a couple more things in. Uh, who becomes a who's who's your front runner for the captain when Obi leaves? Almost. Oh, no, like if he leaves, if he leaves like next year, just whenever the the, the moment he leaves. I, I, think I say like, Tom Wilson every time. I think like four years from now, Tom Wilson. Yeah. I think Tom Wilson as a captain is. Oh no! I think I think if John Carlson is still on the team, I think it's John Carlson. Yeah, with him or Bashman, you more intimidated. You more intimidated going up to up against the John Carlson led Caps or the Tom Wilson captain Caps. Tom but Wilson just comes so out with the so jersey. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I'm so mad. If John Carlson's on the team when he retires, I think it's I think John Carlson becomes captain immediately. Oh yeah, I don't disagree. But just yeah. the day Wilson becomes captain, fuck. I might just order a Tom Wilson jersey from China and have him put the C on it. I mean, you, you can probably rock and different you have a Wilson jersey man. already. No, that's the one I need to get. Okay, I was gonna say because if you do, you can just order a C and just put it on yourself. Get the rock and different jerseys, then you'll be you'll look like a fool. <clears throat> yeah, yeah as long as that's true. Everyone's okay. got their Vrana, everyone just getting their Vrana jerseys too. Yeah, no way. And Blake, sorry, guys. You hate to see it. But in terms of hockey, that's all I got, man. Maybe what you got going on? Anything crazy? Um, No, no. Just I'm trying to give any shows that I'm watching, but I'm not really watching any shows. I, I, dude, the, the dozen trivia tournament's coming up. I'm pretty hyped on it. I was watching What's the one the other day. <clears throat> it's like a tri- yeah, trivia show. It's like that, a uh, Barstool does, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. to like break the entire office up in the teams of three. But I was watching the other day, and um, the, the question was about which Big East quarterback in 2012 threw for the most passing yards and touchdowns in a BCS in BCS bowl game history. <laughs> Nobody knew it. Fucking no, they idiots. Got it right. They got it right. Yo, know, they finally got it right after a yeah. while. But goddamn, how does Geno Smith not automatically come to your mind? The goat. When West Virginia yeah. beat Clemson 70 to 33 in the Orange Bowl. Well, a day, well, Dave Porno actually said it like pretty, like he was like, I, I'm only thinking of Geno Smith, and like he said it like right away, and then I was like, oh, that's yeah. that might, I mean, it, the way they worded the question too was like in 2012 in the Orange Bowl, first Clemson, this Big East quarterback. It's like, all right, what team from the old Big East days would have ever made the a BCS? Yeah, also, like yeah, West Virginia every year. That's the other thing. I don't know like what the Big East is. At the, at oh, that. we won it. We won the Big East like seven years in a row in football. Because now, now you're the Big Twelve, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's I don't know. Uh, all that shit, all the divisions get like, or conferences get changed like every other. Went from is like beating these shitty ass Rutgers every year to losing Oklahoma every goddamn year. It sucks. Yeah. What about you, Ben? What are you gonna do now that you're graduated? I literally am gonna do nothing. I'm educated. So nice. Yeah. Like, I'm what's just the, gonna lay in bed like with nothing to think about. Is the real John Little coming up for graduation? You guys having an in person? Or like a, a real one? No, it's a virtual one that I'm not going to go to because that would be a waste of time and money. Yeah. Nice. That's, nice. I didn't, <laughs> you have I didn't to pay to go to your virtual graduation? Yeah. Oh. I didn't walk. I, th- I, I think. I don't know. I'm not even going to look at it. I, I walked, but I left mine because when you do winter instead of because I had to do an extra semester just because I'm dumb. But Yeah, same. <laughs> 
they do everybody together instead of like by your school in the spring when all the normal kids graduate. They just put all the dumb kids in the Coliseum at West Virginia. And like it was alphabet. Lucky, like I was, it was a four hour long ceremony. Mm. And my dad and my brother fell asleep during it because they were both so hungover from the night before. And then as soon as my name got called, I just like up and left, just like walked straight off the stage. And I was like, text my mom and dad. I was like, can we please leave? And she's like, well, your dad's asleep. So when he gets up, we can't. <laughs> and your brother's in the bathroom puke. And I was like, fuck, sounds good to me. Yeah, I, I had to take like one extra class over the summer. So I couldn't walk. So I had to like, I graduated over the summer technically, but I couldn't walk until the winter. And I was just like, yeah, I'm not walking. I'm not going back there. I'm, yeah. I'm out. See, I would have had to have done uh, another course in the summer to graduate but i just did six this year but it was like a twitter class so it was like my weekly assignments like post a tweet i'm like okay you're fucking lying that's awesome I'm, i know it was a nice sixth course for me yeah that's Damn. awesome i wish i there had it is oh, i did have one i had one class my freshman year it was like i forget what it was called but it was it was a core class that i could choose and it was basically second life have you ever heard of second life oh yeah the game yeah the virtual game where you basically just create a second life oh yeah it's in the office like dwight yeah that's what i'm thinking of and he's yeah dwight around. plays second life in one of the in one of the episodes of the office yeah. and he just makes him he just remakes himself and <laughs> and um he was like yeah but i can fly in this game but yeah yeah that was the, that was literally the class like it was just us creating a second life human and then we had to write an essay at the end of it that's pretty funny. I was just like, <laughs> I respect okay. it. Oh, it speaking so of oh, speaking, dude, right on cue, the real John Little tweets, how do I like this post twice? In <laughs> reference to the, the Dilly Dilly shirts. Go buy the Dilly Dilly, flip the Dilly Switch shirts. Oh, yes. right. You go on, them. go on. We plugged them up. We've, we've dropped them today. Um, go buy the shit out of them. Designed by Ben. And yeah, go buy them. So I can pay him some profits. <laughs> the more shirts you buy, the more... I can pay Ben for making the shirts. And if that isn't enough to motivate you, then fuck you. Yeah, that would be crazy if that wasn't enough. (laughs) You guys are getting paid? I'm just kidding. Wait, we are? I was asking you, man. I would love to get paid. I'm down like, I don't know. If we go go back from... I'm going to hire a financial advisor. I would hate to go over Chirp and DMV. Oh, if I looked at my... If I looked at my plus minus from like the day we said we're starting a podcast, like now it's, oh, it's probably going to make me cry a little bit. Yeah, a couple thousand dollars in the hole easily. <laughs> I just, but you'd, you'd spend a couple thousand dollars on t-shirts so we can make a million when somebody buys us. And then we all just work in the same office in DC together and just when do red shit. Us. Yeah. And then we can create more content for you guys and just, I don't know. Do no, way more shirts. Yeah. You'll, you'll see. Do, do stupid shit on camera. You'll see me, Stack Guy Blake, and and DJ just getting getting arguments in the office. Yeah. Over, over once John, once over our John men's Ross. league, yeah. Once our men's league dynasty becomes so powerful, they start a super league like with this soccer bullshit going on. Then we're good. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about that. Ben. Are you a soccer guy at all? Not really, but my roommate oh, was up mind. this week and he was telling me about it, and I was like, "That's pretty great." Yeah, I watched like a two minute rundown video on Twitter about it because I'm not really, I don't, I couldn't tell you. Like, I know teams get relegated and. The only thing I know about soccer is from watching mm-hmm. the Netflix documentary um, Sunderland Till I Die. That's yeah. about it. And I know Lionel Messi plays for Barcelona and Argentina. I watch well, the World Cup, but I don't like pay attention to the Champions League, Premier League, any of that shit. So the crazy thing is, is like the World Cup has come out and said, or FIFA said, has said that 
all of these players that are on these teams that are going to be in the Super League can't play, you, right? Yeah, you can't play in the World Cup. You're not allowed to play in the World Cup. And all pretty much all of like the best players in the world are all on these teams. So basically, like, yeah, FIFA has said like so all the best players are not going to be in the World Cup. USA might have a chance, motherfucker. Yeah, but like we're I think we're missing we'd be missing two of our best players, which are basically our entire team. Like yeah, we don't have any good soccer players. Yeah, that yeah, it's kind of crazy. I was trying. I saw some other thing too. It was like, well, I wanted to tweet like, explain this to me. Like, I'm a five year old hockey fan, but I didn't do that. But I feel like it's the same as like, say, like the three best teams out of the oh. KHL left, and like the Caps, and a couple good teams out of the NHL left, and just formed a fucking massive league. But apparently, it's all because they're all a bunch of greedy asshole motherfuckers that are just trying to make a shit ton of money. Yeah, I've heard it's all just money. So it's like each team's yeah. gonna make like four bill or something. Yeah, they're just going to make an insane amount of money. But it's like, then again, they're talking shit. Because, like, all the fans are pissed because, like, oh, cool. Like, I used to be a so-and-so fan, and I would travel around England and watch my team play, but I can't fly to fucking Spain to watch them play a league game. <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope it, like, somehow gets, like, next. Don't they already do a tournament like that? Don't they take, like, the top yes. two or three teams from every Super League around the it's, world and do yeah. them in, like, a championship? Yeah, it's literally called the Champions League. Yeah, so why do they need to do this? Because like, they're making all these teams are making a shit ton of money. And I saw like a couple of teams wanted in. I, I want to say I was I think I was following troops on Twitter. And it was like, yeah, like Manchester United and Arsenal win want to get in, but it's like they fucking suck and but just because they're storied clubs, I don't know. It's I don't know. Some I, guy on BBT or whatever the English channel was is going fucking on about it. He's like, I you know, feel fucking in it. They're all dead dumb cunts. You can fucking be in it. He was going nuts, man. I hope. I hope it doesn't go through just because I love the World Cup. The World Cup is like one of my favorite sporting events. Like ever. I do enjoy watching the World Cup. I do. It's I so say sick, that. and I love betting on it. Like it's yeah, yeah. It's it's awesome. It's like I honestly like like enjoy watching the World Cup like more than like the Super Bowl. Like I'm probably in the very yeah. minority for that, but yes, I'm a huge World Cup guy. I don't but like watching the Super Bowl. I just never got into soccer. Me neither. But I will watch like the big time. Like yeah, the World Cup and shit. I remember I was in Vegas for the um, the one World Cup where we lost in the quarterfinals to Belgium or some bullshit. That was electric. Yeah, yeah, that sucked. But Belgium was really fucking good. That's that yeah, and we like too, lost like right at the end or so, it was something crazy, but it was electric. And I was like, yeah, we, yeah, we went to overtime with them. They Soccer they should have crushed cool. us. <laughs> they should have crushed us, but we went to overtime with them. And then there was like right. there, we had a chance to like tie it up at the end. And something. like, and we had a chance to win an OT too. And then I don't know, something it went yeah. crazy. But I remember it just it was like 9 yeah, a.m. I was nice. blacked out. I was like, I get a reason to drink and cheer and yeah, pretty this, much. that, and the other. But yeah, that's kind of yeah. some weird shit. But yeah, that, I think that's all I really got. Yeah. Big week ahead. I don't know why I said that because I can't think of anything I have to do. But yeah, big week ahead. A couple of Islander <laughs> games. Yeah, there you go. Oh, I did watch the big week ahead. Really nothing to do. <laughs> I did watch The Joker uh, before um, uh, on my way home. They have you? Was it good? Pretty good movie. It was yeah, it was pretty good. It was solid. Did, have you seen it, Bill? No, I haven't seen it yet. Because I heard it's on I heard my like lot. watch list of like five hundred other fucking movies and shows. Yeah, but I, I heard a lot of like mixed reviews about it. So like I didn't go into it with like super high expectations. But like yeah, it was, it was I, I liked it. It was, it, it was dark as shit. But yeah, it is super dark. It's pretty good. Though. Yeah, isn't it all like about like depression and shit like that? Yeah, me- mental health. Yeah, like mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, you know the best way to get this message out is the make the joker depressed yeah kill everybody um oh did you either of you watch the jake ball fight 
No, yeah, I didn't watch joke. it, but I, I, I saw the thing on Twitter the next I day. I was so yeah. mad. Yeah. I guess Jake Paul is, like, decent at fighting. I don't know. He's uh, decent at fighting, but say. he's fighting, like, guys who are just not trained boxers yeah. at all. And Ben Askren looked like he was on a 12 cheeseburger a day diet. I don't know if you yeah, saw him he just, way. Yeah, he it looked like brutal. a fucking, yeah. <laughs> that guy was collecting a paycheck and nothing more. Yeah. And it's like, why go get out there and, like, get seriously hurt and fuck up fighting in the yeah. UFC? Yeah, <laughs> like, and Jake Paul's like crying after the fight, like he yeah, beat someone yeah. worth beating. Yeah, Tywin Wood, Tywin, Tywin Woodley called him out. I'm I'm pretty familiar with Ben Askren, but that's because I'm a UFC nut hugger. But I watch all the fights. But he, Tyron Woodley called him out, and I was like, oh man, if you <laughs> if you want to mur- get murdered, then Jake Paul take this fight because this guy will like legitimately kill you. I think like Jake Paul's will, trying to fight whoever he want, can, right? Or no? He's trying to fight McGregor too. That yeah. I would pay to see. I would pay to see McGregor, McGregor murder him in a heartbeat. Murder him, yeah. In a heartbeat, you know. I, I'd fight him for five hundred thousand dollar payday. <laughs> I'll, yeah. take a, I'll, die, I'll take a dive too, right at the start. Let yeah. you let, let you make you look good, boy. Make it a million. I said they did. No, I'd probably do it for five hundred. Kind of, I'd, I'd I'd honestly. I think I'd do it for 500. I think it said 1.4 million pay per view buys. Yeah, it had over a million views. Like pay per view views. And it's 65 bucks or 70 bucks a fight or a a price for it. Unless you're in my house where we got it for free. Canadians, man. Dangerous bunch of hackers up there. (laughs) But that's all I got, AB. Ben, what do you want to leave the people on? Because we're getting the fuck out of here before we just sit here until 10 30. 2-0. 2-0. Talking about absolutely nothing. How many games do we have? Three three or two this week? Two, and then the third one will live. No, well, no, two, because the, uh, it's at Islanders, at Islanders, Thursday, Sunday, and then the next one's not till Tuesday. So when the next episode comes out. 2-0. 2-0, boys. Yeah, I play to... some. might play some Gulag tonight. I played my first ever game of Warzone. Oh, baby. Oh. I might get into it. How'd you do? Not uh, not bad. I, I think we had a team of four. We finished thirteenth. Not terrible. Well, if you need some help, like me and AB will play with you. We're not good at all, but really, well, I'm terrible. I'm so no, bad. No, I got. Games. No, we're not bad. We're decent. Yeah, we're yeah, not. Feel like we're good. not great, but we're not terrible. Just because I no, play like, video games a lot does not mean I'm fucking good at them. Yeah, the guys that I like, the guys that I play with, they play like a decent amount. I've never played it, so I was really just there for. More reviving support. you were just yeah you're just like all right you're down let me go Let's revive go get him guys come on <laughs> he's passing out ammo the whole time of the guys that actually need it yeah <laughs> just i just get into a battle i just sprint over behind a tree that's what my roommate johnny does he's just like oh well this ammo is probably better in your pocket so i'm gonna give it to you i'm like all right cool <laughs> i like driving stuff i'm i'm a good driver nice well you better get a good soundtrack then true I didn't think about that. All right. Well, I'm going to go edit this and do some other stuff. I'm staying off of, well, I'm staying sober for the week. I'm trying to. (laughs) What do you mean? Yeah, right. I don't know. You're probably smoking weed right now. No, I'm not, man. I took an edible last night. And after that, I was like, I'm done for the week. All right, cool. I might go to Dewey Beach this weekend. So it's going to be tough. But Might do what? I might go to Dewey on Thursday night. So it's going to be tough to... Yeah, you're definitely not, thing, but not staying sober at all. Oh, well. That's all I got. We're out of here. Uh, go go to the website. Go to Twitter. Go to the Instagram. And click the link and go buy Flip the Gillies. Peace. What is love? Lately, I've been wondering just what is love? What is love? I don't